0: Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barrett. And I have an amazing coach of ours, Heather Crockett, on today. We're going to be talking about one of the things that you guys are dealing with. Now, what's really fun for me and for us is um, this is all we do. So we're practice coaches. We deal with great practices all over the country, and they're always looking at how they improve, tweak things, make their culture better, make their practice better. And that's what this whole podcast is about. And so I was just chatting with you Heather beforehand. And I'm like the thread that keeps coming up and I'm like, I love that thread. And so one of the topics that's been coming up a lot in the last couple of weeks has been the whole people dependent versus systems dependent. So Heather, thank you for being on. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. I love coming on with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I was with you yesterday here. You were training a great brand new team that we're coaching and I watched you in action, like help these people. And I'm just, I was beaming from ear to ear, like great job. And so uh, I, I just want to start here. You know, I want people to know who Heather Crockett is. Uh, so give us a little bio. Who are you?
1: Oh my goodness. I just am lucky enough to be a coach at Act Dental. <laughs> I coach teams to um, create systems to get into a good cadence of team meetings and to build an amazing culture and leadership amongst every single team member. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I get
0: to do. Yeah. You get to do that and you do a great job of it. And it's one of the things we're crazy passionate about. And so I want to talk about the people dependent versus systems dependent. Now this is one of my favorite topics because if you're a dentist and you're listening, you know how important this is. Your people are the secret sauce. You know, your culture is the secret sauce. But there's a dangerous point where you're people dependent. Now, let me explain from my vantage point, Heather, I want you to chime in too, is that when you're people dependent as an entrepreneur, that means Judy does everything. Judy knows how to do this. Judy knows how to do that. Judy knows everything. And so it makes my life better that Judy knows how to do it all. Well, there's a downside to that. Judy may leave someday and she takes it all with you. The other downside is that when you're two people dependent versus systems dependent, you become dependent on adding more energy and more hands to a problem. So you have three people at the front desk and they're awesome, but they're taxed because you're people, you don't have any systems in place. And so they come to you and they go, Doc, we're stressed. And you go, I know, let me help. And they go, we need somebody. And you don't have any organization. You don't have any systems, you don't have any checklists. And so you go hire somebody. Like, I don't even care, just put an ad, And you keep throwing person after person after person at the problem. Now, there's a hidden challenge, and it is that your costs go way high. I don't need to see your practice. I don't even need to know who you are. I don't even need to know what town you practice in. But when you're people dependent, your team compensation is going to skyrocket. It's probably going to be in the 30% range, which is going to drive your overall overhead way up to the high 60s or low 70s, or maybe even the 80s, and one thing happens, nobody's happy with their compensation. You aren't happy, and they aren't happy, because we have people and hands and efforts going to everything. Now, I'm not talking about being a robot here by just the What you're going to do is transition to being more organized. You're more systems dependent or systems driven. When you have systems in place, you can do a whole lot more. And it's a huge benefit to your team members. They're not freaking out and stressed. Businesses have figured this out over years and years and years of research. You guys know I love Starbucks, but that's why Starbucks can afford to pay You know, full time benefits on part time employment. They do so much quality work, whether you like it or not. It's so organized that they can have a high output. That's why Apple can, it's the highest per square foot retailer in the United States because they've got systems in place. A lot of times when you move to being systems driven, your costs go down. Now, here's a caveat you're not paying your team less. You could actually make an argument you're going to pay them more. It's just that they're not trying to figure everything out every day uniquely for every patient. We've got systems in place. So, Heather, let's talk about the reality and why, because you coach a lot of practices. Like, how important is this and why is this so important?
1: Oh, my gosh. It's extremely important. You think about the amount of time it takes for a team member to figure out how to do something, especially if they're a new hire or Um, gosh, to do something again, but they've only done once or twice. It takes a long time. And yes, it takes time to document and implement a system. However, it saves you hours in the future. Not only that, but you make it the same across the board so that everyone is doing a task the same way every time it's completed. Yep. So talk to me about your Applebee's experience? Because I know that when we talk about systems, oh. you, you love to bring up Applebee's.
0: Oh, I bring it up every time you, you, I'm so glad you asked. No, it's so funny because I, you know, if you guys are first time callers, longtime listeners, you already know, like, um, my, I grew up broke. Like my, I mean, not broke, but we were my, we were hardworking family. Like my dad and mom are awesome. And they taught us hard work. One of the things I, I never got a dime for college. I learned how to work. And so one of my earliest work experiences that was a good one was actually working at Applebee's. And I joke with my team and if you've been in any of my workshops, I was a three-time employee of the month at Applebee's. Now, I'm actually very proud of it. And here's why. My kids are always like, you're so weird. And I'm like, no, I learned a lot. Like, I learned the system. I learned the power of serving people. Now, naturally, I'm an eye on the disc profile, so I love to serve people. I love people. And the idea, I started as a bar back. I worked my way up to a server. Eventually, you know, the prime the you know, prime position in an Applebee's, if you ever worked there, was the bartender. You know, you were kind of like the quarterback every day. And so I'm like, that's like the dream job. And that's when you make the big tips, and you get to have fun, and you get to make people happy. And so, uh, you know... What I love to do is I, I love to see joy on people's faces. But the hard part about it is you got to learn how to serve food and all those type of things. So when I went to work there, I would learn the system and the system had allowed you. Now, here's what's important to you as a dental practice owner. When we talk about systems, systems allow you to give you the best energy to things that matter most which when you have a system in place, you can actually give your energy to the best currency in your practice, which is relationships. Same thing works at home. When you have your home organized or systems or checklists organized, you can give your energy to relationships. When you don't have it organized, the relationship is always at risk, always at risk because there's a lot of chaos and you can get mad at your dog some days when you don't have it organized and that's not fair to the dog. But the cool thing about Applebee's when I was, I mean, there were days where I didn't even look down. I didn't even know what I was doing. I knew, I knew how to make a Bahama mama with my, I never even looked what I was doing. I still don't know why I know this, but the the pickle always had to be on the kale down on the right-hand side at the 45 degree angle. That is weird that I still know this, but I would love it because I would see people in the parking lot and two of my favorite customers, Ron and Bobby, Uh, A couple and they'd come in, I knew their drinks, I knew what they want, I'd have it ready to go, bam, bam, bam. They'd eat the same thing for the most time. And they, I knew I could deliver joy to them for the next hour and a half or two hours while they sat there. And your team members can do the same thing. I loved being myself. And your team members are starving for a day where they could just be themselves and the system drives the business. The other thing that a lot of you are trying to do is grow your practice. It happens. You grow your practice. It becomes sexy. It becomes a, a, a really exciting thing to do. Like, whoa, whether you you know grow it from a you know a relationship side, a comprehensive care side, or actually a size side, doesn't matter. You need one thing, you need predictability. Predictability only comes from systems, and you have to improve these systems time over time. Over time. And so, what it allows you to do again is you can give your best energy things that matter most. That's why some people can do so much in such little time because they've got a great system in place. And Heather, you said something that's very powerful. We say this internally, not only in our coaches' meetings, but we also talk about it with our clients is like every single time you create a system, like you said, it's hard. You got to sit down, you got to write it. You're saving thousands. And thousands and thousands of hours in the future of everyone's life. And I just, we just got off a coach's huddle and Chris shared the 10 seconds for 10 minutes concept. Can you share that where you were, you know, did you hear what she had to say? I'd never heard the 10 seconds for 10 minutes concept. It's an awesome one.
1: It's really cool. And I'd never heard of it either. So I hope I don't butcher it. You know, correct me if I'm wrong here, Kirk. But um, for example... If a patient's coming in for an emergency appointment, rather than having the clinical team figure everything out when the patient arrives, it takes 10 seconds for the admin team member to put a note in that appointment what they're coming in for. They're coming in for um, some pain on the upper left that they've tried to take Advil for. And then when they do come in, then the clinical team doesn't have to spend quite as long talking to the patient about their, their issue because it's already been started and done. So what took the admin team member 10 seconds can save the clinical team 10 minutes when the patient comes in.
0: Yeah, could you imagine if you had a system for that instead of a person does that every once in a while? You know, and you could really go through every aspect of the practice and think about it. Well, in the moment, there's things that we could do that we can spend 10 seconds that save 10 minutes. And then the second layer of this is how do we do this across the board so that everybody that does this is saving 10 minutes. Try to think of it as we're going to do this once so that it's duplicated 10,000 times in the future instead of doing it 10,000 times uniquely every time. You can imagine how the second part of that conversation, it's just hard. You know, it's hard. And then there's one downside of being a dentist in having a dental practice. And if you're a team member, you're listening to dentistry is the most amazing profession ever. But there's a lot of pieces to it. This is not a restaurant. There's a lot of tiny nuances and pieces and preferences clinically and steps that you have to take. And especially if you're a great dentist, the words shade, shape, translucency, margin, those mean different things to you. So you're a little bit more picky. And I might say you've got a few more steps than just the average dentist who's just getting started. Systems allow for sanity. They allow for profitability. They allow for scalability. They allow for people to be themselves again. And so when you start to transition from being people-dependent, listen, everybody starts people-dependent. Nobody goes, hey, I'm gonna systematize everything. I haven't seen that yet. I see a lot of dentists that hire great people and they're like, all right, we gotta start creating systems. And what you can ultimately do is you can bring great people in and they can succeed right away. One more hint on this because we could do two hours on this. The benefits of being systems driven, there's there's probably a thousand benefits on this. One of them is is that think about this, Doctor. If you find a great team member in your in your in your community. She, she or he does not want to come to your office and go, let me clean all this up for you. <laughs> no, yes. they want to come in no. and utilize their skills and their talents. They don't want to come into a hot mess. I know you're thinking we're going to bring her into this hot mess and she's going to make it better. That might be true a little bit, but that's going to create fatigue on a great team member. A great team member really excels in an organized fashion. They come in and they can be, they can utilize their gifts. They can utilize their talents and a checklist, a system creates the duplicatable, duplicatable processes in this whole thing. And you've seen it, Heather, so many times when people make this transition. Yeah. yeah. Other thoughts yeah. that you have on making this transition or traversing over from people dependent to systems driven.
1: Yeah. You know, um, as a group here, we love the equation E minus R equals C. And Wait, you got to explain everything. it because some people don't know what
0: that is. We live, eat, and <laughs> right. breathe by this equation.
1: E minus R equals C stands for expectations minus reality equals conflict. And when you put systems in place, it's a win-win-win for your team members, for you, and for your patients. Because your team members then know exactly what is expected of them as they're completing tasks throughout the day.
0: Wait, pause right there. Pause right there. What are you saying? Like you're, you're, this is like revolutionary because no, no, this is a really important point because you as a dentist, you think I've told them a million times, the truth of it is your team members have no idea what to expect and you expect them to know what you expect. And so you can see the inherent conflict with that. And so you get mad at a person you're driving home probably tonight listening to this podcast and you're angry at a human being that works in your practice. Well, I'm here to tell you it is not their fault. It is your fault. If you create an amazing system that anyone can follow, and I like the 14-year-old test, please don't take this the wrong way, but a 14-year-old kid should be able to come in and go, I can see how this works for the most part. Mm -hmm. And they can pass that. Now, If you have somebody who fits your core values and you have an organized system, you're about 80% there. Now, it's a different issue if they don't fit your core values and they just don't do the system. Now we got to have a conversation, but don't get mad at people because that's, that's a that's a short road in dentistry when you're not really diagnosing the problem. Now, I'm sorry I interrupted you, but keep going with that because the expectations piece is a huge one. You guys, you know this, how this works. We, we do a lot of workshopping with dentists and team members. Now, I'm gonna take you inside the brain of dentists and team members so you're going to giggle if you're on either one of these sides you as a dentist <laughs> you we we, we we sequester dentists and we go okay what's your biggest problem they go they, they, they don't they don't like my team my team doesn't every dentist says the same thing then i go over to where the team members are on i'm like what's the biggest problem in your practice they're like that guy that person that runs they're crazy they like they're like they're so inconsistent they don't like respect like i'm like whoa we got a fundamental challenge here. We got two groups of people that need each other that don't understand how to communicate. Having the clarity is key because clarity creates a lot of consistency in those things. And so these expectations you mentioned are big ones. What else do you see when it comes to the systems and people dependency?
1: Well, to your point, Kirk, no one's a mind reader.
0: wait. Right? Wait, you're supposed I would love to, re- to be
1: a mind reader. But I don't maybe I don't want to be a mind no, reader. No, no, no.
0: No, I was joking because you really don't because no, and it's too hard. It's too hard to be a mind reader.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. And then you know too much. Right. <laughs> um, but putting systems in place, right? I oftentimes when I work with my clients and teams in the act community, uh Dentist minds the wheels start turning and they think oh my gosh, my team is gonna hate me for this because they're gonna go Oh, well, we already do this. Why do we have to write it down? Right and the the truth is we can get Very specific in these systems and I tell my teams that I want like you said that 14 year old to come in and be able to do it I sat down and did a system with a team member a couple of days ago something she's never done before she's been on hold for ages And we went in, we figured out how to do it. I said, you know what? You're going to forget how to do this, right? Because we have to do it multiple times in order for it to become second nature, like you did at Applebee's, right? At first, you have to follow the system several times, and then it will become that second nature thing. And then it becomes much easier to do. So I said, let's let's document this system now so that when you have to do it again next week, you not only remember, But then we have it documented for other team members in the practice to be able to duplicate that exact specific task.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And a key piece to this, if you're taking notes at home, is if it isn't written down, it doesn't exist. People say, oh, I have a right. system for that. Well, show it to me. Well, Judy does it. That is not a system. That is a people-dependent no. effort. And so having exactly. systems written gives a lot of power to it. Now, some of you are listening to this going, I wrote systems. That's hard work. It is hard work. But like, think about this. Bad habits are really easy to create, but very hard to live with very hard to live with. Good habits are really hard to create, but very easy to live with and work with. And so taking the time to do this is essential. You know, you think about discipline with kids, discipline with your business. The more disciplined you are, the happier everyone is, the more predictable it is. And a key piece of this is a lot of dentists that before they get to know us, they're like, oh, I get it. I get it. I need systems. I really want to transition from being people dependent to system, but I don't have any time. Let's do it at the end of the day. Let's do it once a month on a Friday. Like, okay, that's bad thinking right there because it's a terrible terrible idea because you're going to do airplane maintenance in the air. That's really what you're saying. Like we're going to fix this uh, while we're flying from one location. No, if you really want to do it the right way, you got to land the airplane. You got to give your best energy to this, and you got to do it on a Tuesday morning or a Wednesday morning before you start with patients. And I know you're thinking, "Well, I can be prepping teeth." I know you could, but that's time that you could value. You use that in a positive way because you're you're going to be stressed as a dentist. But what a great opportunity to spend two hours improving the the. Doing airplane maintenance together with your team, your team will appreciate the fact that they're not running from room to room two clinical hours a week. And I'll I'll make this promise to you. If you do it, I promise you, you'll be more productive and more profitable. Let me say it again. If you land the airplane two hours a week and you make the effort of consistently transitioning from being people dependent to systems driven, number one, everything is going to get better. Number two, your team will appreciate it. Number three, your production will go up. And number four, your profits will definitely go up because you're improving it as you're doing it. You don't want to leave this work to at the end of the day, you know, where you're writing systems or you're asking team members to write systems or you're doing them on a Friday when you're completely spent, when you'd rather be golfing or just recovering on those days build it in your business. And I'm telling you things will get, will get better. And I really believe, you know, I, I think the, the ultimate, you know, summary of all of this is that dentistry really is the greatest profession ever. And I meet people all the time. They're like, no, this is, it's not what I dreamed of. It's not dentistry. It's how you do it. I think if you're doing it in a way where you can go to work, you can be yourself and you don't have to think about processes all the time. It's hard. I mean, If I would have gone to work at Applebee's and tried to figure out everything, I think I would have been fired in the first week. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I did it their way and I got to be who I was, you know, and so you as a dentist get to choose how you do it. So any last thoughts you have on this one, Heather, because this is such a big topic and so important.
1: No, I think that we covered most of it. Just keep in mind that, yes, while systems are hard to document and implement, it's, it's literally a gift. It's a gift to your team members. It's a gift to yourself and it's a gift to your patients and will literally take your practice to that next level that you are, you're craving.
0: Absolutely. You know, and um, there's, again, there's multiple benefits for this, but number one, it's going to make your life better. Number two, all of you are going to transition at some point, either bring in an associate, another dentist or sell your practice completely. And I'll tell you, I've been on the, I've been involved in so many of these, the organized ones and the profitable ones. Those are no brainers. The practices that are a mess and highly people dependent, I already know this is going to be a lot of work and I don't know if this would be the best investment. So it's, it has multiple, multiple benefits and we're just going to encourage you to, number one, take care of your people always, but you can't give them a greater gift than really high levels of predictability and you being a nice person on a regular basis. And with that, it's systems driven that makes that happen. So Heather, thanks for being on. I really appreciate this.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Kirk.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome. So stick around when we say goodbye to everybody else. But hey, hope you guys enjoyed today's show. If you did, do us a favor, just hit the share button and share this with your friends. And if you would, please, I'm gonna ask you a favor, and you're listening to the podcast this long, do us a favor, go hit the review button and give us a four or five star review because here's what it does. It helps us find more people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm gonna keep bringing great pieces of value, either in your drive to work, drive home, while you're cutting the grass or whatever. So keep showing up because every single time, my goal is to make you better, make your practice better, and ultimately, your life gets better. So hope you guys enjoyed today. And until we see you next time, keep watching The Best Practices Show. There you have it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Best Practices Show. I hope you sure did enjoy it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We are always here for you. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you consume podcasts. And if you really enjoy it, you can leave a comment or a four or five star review. But until we see you next time, keep watching The Best Practices Show.